previously on Follow the Leader. Today we're playing This Town is Full of Monsters by Alex Moylov. For those of you who are new to this game, here are the basics. This Town is Full of Monsters is a storytelling slash role-playing game set in a smallish community beset by mysterious eldritch forces. There's always a town, there are always townsfolk, and somewhere, everywhere, perhaps in their hearts and minds, perhaps in the swamp or the woods, there are monsters, mysteries, and secrets. So the town that we're going to be playing in is a little space portal town uh, known as Conchertis. It has a couple of locales that we have sussed out where major things happen. We have uh, the fairgrounds, we have the the space portal itself, uh, sort of think like a Stargate sort of uh, area. We have Metis and Nemesine, which is uh, a shop belonging to one of the characters. Uh, we have the Monkey's Uncle, which is the local dive bar. Um, the outskirts of town, and an area called the Gutted Plains outside the town. Today I will be playing Vi Dumarsh. Uh, they use no pronouns. You'll notice that I said they here. That's because I am playing two versions of Vi Dumarsh today. Um, because if you will remember a few arcs back, Vi got uh, <laughs> shattered. Sure, we'll call it that. Uh, fragments of Vi exist across time now. Um, so I am playing two versions of Vi. Uh, neither version of Vi uses pronouns, but I may, if I'm speaking collectively about the Vi's, I will probably use they pronouns. Uh, it's they plural. Um, Vi's profession uh, is free, as in freedom. Uh, for the, the shadow version of Vi, and uh, whatever the opposite of a soothsayer is for the living version of Vi. I am once again uh, playing Nezami Kazel. Uses any pronouns? Uh, Faye Fair uh, should be on the list of pronouns occasionally used. Profession is information broker slash bookseller because there are some things that can't be trusted to the digital. Uh, there is security in the physical. Uh, I'm playing Sabriel Cohen. Uh, his profession is activist, leader, and scholar. As you have probably guessed, um, I'll be playing Galador Inderwall. Blade's pronouns are uh, blade self pronouns. Uh, Blade's profession is weapon. No, if Sabriel acknowledges anything that Vi just said, Vi is like, I need to leave. <laughs> yeah, Nesmi will get up from the table. Um, what if that's the moment where they notice living Cordelia? Or living Ooh, Vi? Vi? Living Vi, my apologies. Yes. Look, I am who I am, and Nesmi who is Nesmi is. Nesmi mm. and Vi both thinking about Cordelia just manifests her in the monkey's uncle. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just thinking about fucking Cordelia and soul meeting and that's just a blast. <laughs> Two leather jacket wearing lesbians causing yeah. shit. Hell yeah. Yep. How does um, that Vi react? You still like like you still can't like get a good read on like 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 you can't clock anything mm. about Vi, 
well, Nezumi gets pretty close. Nezumi gets the eyebrow raise of interest. The, oh, I see what's happening here. Because, like, this is this is a fragment of Vi that split off from the rest. And Vi has, the living Vi has sense memory of mm. the party. Um, but not, like, actual memory. So Vi goes, oh, I know you. And I recognize myself hovering over your shoulder, or in your shadow, rather, for, you know, spatial, spatial sake, so we don't have a repeat of the last incident. And it's mm. like, hmm, let's see how this pans out, you know? And I think Nezume goes sleep, but before doing so, we'll slip a card to onto the bar, like, for the, for the shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and just says, a drink for the patron in the corner. Take that with it. And walks out. We now return to your game already in progress. gonna give a marker i'm gonna give a marker to the monkey's uncle nice nice because i do not have to give a marker to a person yep i can do whatever i want haha <laughs> i just thought about something mm-hmm. what if one of what if one of sabriel's eyes is constantly like blown out like like his eyes been dilated or something all eye shit in this in this house. Every single is it, person. Is it, yeah. is it always the right eye? Yeah, it's well? always the same one. Yes. <laughs> We're gonna have to tell Zach that Cordelia's gotta have something happen to her right eye before the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Or during the movie. It's totally fine. Mm. When you're right, you're right. <laughs> but um, um uh <laughs>
anyways. Anyway. Whose turn is it? Jade. It's mine. Alrighty. So we can we can skip ahead or behind or whatever we want here. Mm. Unless you want to do that meeting, because you can. We can just do that. Yeah, but I don't think it's immediate. So okay. um, it's whenever it happens, it happens. It, I suppose it depends on how interested Living Vi is on following up on it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have another idea for your scene? Hmm. I like to only like establishing a little bit about um this is where I'm gonna have to read it so I say it correctly because I had to fucking use that as the name. Menace Metis and Nemesin. So because okay. I hate myself. <laughs> but I decided like I had nice. to yeah, I decided I need to, needed to name Nezami's shop after fucking thought and memory because of who yeah. I am as a person. Well, knowledge yeah. and memory. So let's, you know, let's let's hold off. Let's do some. Let's do some other shit. Mm-hmm. I will. I will. I can be patient. Okay. And I think a t- I think a time gap here is good anyway. Or at least, like, I think I think a gap in between. Shadow Vi and Living Vi is is good here. Mm. Then I think this is, um, yeah, having that. So we if we're not doing that meeting here. I just like this to be um, introducing this location, and there can be other stuff happening. But I suppose looking at all of these, mm-hmm. I suppose this is a slice of life, basically. Um, but get to this small shop. And I definitely think this is on the... Hmm, it's not in the heart at all. I think it's possibly fringe. So... Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's in that dicey area uh, where it's hard to tell. Yes. And as they get there, and it's clearly night at this point, because it's got to be. Because I said so, and it's my scene, and I get to frame it how I want. <laughs> um, but as we get to this shot, and it's quite a normal-looking storefront, but as well as like lifting up a security pad, like to do a key code, there's also um, and Vi would recognize like the sense of magical warding as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that has to not, it's less that it's being said, it's more like Vi picks up on it's being adjusted. So uh, Vi's going to be able to get in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, after that, sort of like, get, and then the door opens and it's, it looks like a normal kind of a bookshop. It's not very large, this shop front. Uh, there's shelves, there is other stuff there that implies that you can get other things in here. Um, and there's like a big, like a, maybe a key cutters or something like that. There's a large, or um, like a fabric shop. There's a large, like almost workbench instead of a till desk, mm-hmm. um, where clearly books are repaired and things like that as well. Mm. Doesn't look like it gets a lot of business from the initial glance, but maybe it's just because people don't leave a trace here when they do. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and there's a meal flick on 
a light so that there are shadows rather than it being like just the absence of anything. Yeah. I can only apologize for Sabriel. Hmm. I wasn't expecting him to be there. Well, it's not really their fault if they don't know what's going on. Extremely begrudgingly. Yes, but it is their fault if they're going to insist on trying to look at things. That child is just inexplicably drawn to the most chaotic things and insists on looking at them. How his brain hasn't puddled out of his ears yet, I have no idea. I can make that happen. No. I won't. I won't. Gracious. Galador would be very upset. Yes, and I suppose, for Galador's sake, I won't do it. Um, the thing about Blade is that uh, Blade's perceptive enough to realize who would probably be the cause. Well, yes, there's that. But there's the, you know, I suppose, since Blade got me out of the facility. Very grateful for that. It's good to have you back. Y you get the sense that Vi is, like, perched on the counter. Mm-hmm. Desami leans against the counter very purposely, so if Vi were a person shape, Mm -hmm. Nesmi would have their back to Vi, but like next to Vi. If that mm -hmm. makes sense. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because knows not to look directly in the area where <laughs> Vi probably is. Yes. Been far too quiet without you. Do you seem to be well established here? I knew some folks. As I usually do. Asked the right questions. Gave the right answers. And, uh... Couldn't stay in Santa Lays anymore. Which is really annoying, because I liked that bar. Hmm. Is she still there? No. Off hunting down a murderer. It is, it's odd to be where she isn't, but I suppose mm. I can spend a little bit more time piecing myself together. Maybe she'll run into another piece of you. Hmm. I didn't know that there was another here. Probably about the one... Of me, that's the most whole, I suppose. Well, that's... That is good, right? If it means corporeality, then yes. But... I don't mind this. Well, if I'm going to look into how to return essence to the self, 
sort of inclines the head towards the vagueness that is where Vi is, or where Vi's choosing to localize, I guess. Mm -hmm. If you want. But just existing... Well, there's a limit to how satisfying it can be. Right now I'm free, so... Hmm. I, I haven't reached that limit yet. Alright. Well, I should sleep, I guess. Hmm. Perhaps. Hmm. I'll keep an eye out. Just in case. I think there's just this air of gratitude that neither of them can directly comment on because that's way too much like admitting having feelings. Yeah, this is the this is the I am feeling an emotion. I am also feeling an emotion. Narrator voice, the emotion was friendship, and neither of them had ever felt it before. <laughs> I mean, it's... it's Ostensibly, uh, it's more than that, but... Vi uh, doesn't know that. And I don't think Nezami can conceptualize of that for Vi. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because... Hmm... Wonder, I wonder why Faye might be reluctant to acknowledge feelings for anybody, given that the last time that happened, gestures at all of that. Gestures at all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, 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 no, 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 for sure. But this is a, like, this is, like, Vi did this for Nezumi when, at the beginning, and Nezumi hasn't had this in a while. Nezumi hasn't yeah. had eyes in the back of Fairhead for a while, and it's like, oh, right, this is, this is returning to some semblance of normalcy. Yes. Mm -hmm. I think it's, um, like, for all the wards and everything and all the security measures, this is an additional layer of security that Faye hasn't had for a while. And there is mm -hmm. that air of, okay, maybe I can breathe a little deeper, let myself sleep a little longer. Yeah, especially since this the Vi is now sl slightly more present than Vi was mm. before. So yeah. it'll it'll be, it's an even better security system. Haha. <laughs> nice. Haha. <laughs> Wicked. All um, right. And yeah, Esme will shut the light off and uh, head. Because I made him look, uh, Faye lives sort of either behind, in the back of, or above. I don't know how big this building is. That's not massively important. Mm -hmm. I mean, there definitely is the, the big old sort of quasi ritual slash mission, uh, not mission, uh, minority report esque room where Faye can do all their weird manipulating knowledge slash digital information room. So. All right, and there, yeah, switches the light off. And I think the light clicking off is the end of the scene. Yeah, that's good. That's really, that's a good button to the scene. Um, I would like to give uh, the marker to Vi. Okay. Specifically, Shadow Vi. Mm, I see. So that's back to Sam? God, okay. Yeah. Yes. I was also just thinking about, like, if we were to represent what Sabriel sees when they catch a glimpse of Vi, 
like in camera, quote unquote, as a quote unquote cinematic visual, I think it would be like, you know, that sort of like dark, spooky SFX of like, you know, in Lord of the Rings, when Frodo puts the ring on and it's all like, everything's just like a little bit like weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's that. It's that. It is very much that. Yes. Perfect. Cool. I'm glad that we're on the same page about that. That's very good. Because I was, like, trying to think of, like, how to describe the visual that... I mean, like, I feel like Sabriel's view is kind of always like that in one eye. You know, he closes his other eye and he's just, like, sees that all the time. Like, he's just put on the ring. But, like, when they look at Vi specifically, it's, like, spooky. So he's, like, halfway in the astral plane and halfway not, and I kind of like to imagine that as, like, one eye is, like, seeing the astral plane or the, I almost said metaverse, and then I said no, not that one. <laughs> um, You know, just... The digital spice, the, digital the mesh. Space. <laughs> yeah, the digital realm. He can, like, see, like, ooh, that's actually kind of fun. Maybe he can, like, see the, like, the, like, power lines, but not just... Mm. We can see Wi-Fi. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I imagine that, you know, like one on one hand, it's like this sort of bombardment of information that is like several levels at, at once. And then mm. through his other eye, it's just kind of dark because it's nighttime. Mm-hmm. And does Galador have a place to stay yet? So Galador and Sabriel arrived at the same time on the same day, basically, which pretty cool coincidence. Yeah. Or intentional. And I think that. Well, we have a splinter uh, sect of the revolutionaries to put us up for the night if we need it. Yes, true. So, yeah, let's say that we're hanging out with our little splinter group. So, yeah, we we head out to, I imagine this is sort of a darker, like a nighttime scene. I did hear, August, what you said earlier, maybe off mic, about um, making sure that we're connecting these two groups and not just having two little separate teams that are doing two separate things and i i fully agree with that um next turn next turn maybe because right now i do want to have one more scene with galador mm-hmm. would sabriel see anything different about galador with this sort of second sight i'm going to say and stop me mac if you feel like this is overstepping but i'm going to say that there are probably some like almost oil slicks type smudges on Galador's back and near Galador's feet. Mm, that's that is very good. Nothing I don't think it's anything that Sabriel would necessarily find disturbing, mm. but it's one of those things that's just like, hmm, what's that? Licks my thumb, tries to rub it off kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, you know, it's. I don't think it's anything that Sabriel can necessarily interact with without expending some sort of astral energy or something like that. But it's just some some residue. Yeah. I think he, he tries, though. He's like, oh, what's, what's uh, he's, you know, he, he goes, he, he tries to rub it off and goes, hmm, you know, you have some very interesting, uh, let's say, gunk metaphysically, uh, smeared on you i traveled with my passenger for quite a while and i'm not surprised that vi left 
some sort of mark on me. Vi, is that the name of your passenger? Yes. Vi was... Vi was someone who is important to Nezumi, and I owed Mix Kazelle a debt. So I extracted Vi from somewhere that Vi did not need to be. And that's what brought me here. And the fact that I was able to both meet you and to start discharge my debt at the same time is quite lucky. Well, I'm very thankful for your luck then. And mine. Your luck is also mine. Sabriel puts a hand over Galador's. Galador, like, turns Blade's hand and, you know, kind of laces Blade's fingers with Sabriel's and says, Actually, I don't think Galador says anything. <laughs> Sorry. Out of character, I'm just, like, dying. Very wide grin. God, I love romance. Um... I don't think Sabriel says anything either, then. I think Sabriel just, uh... Sorry, this is just another pure smooch town scene. I'm just really happy that they're together again. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're allowed! That's why smooch country exists. It's true. Smooch mm-hmm. country is just my favorite scene setting. And I think that Sabriel is also, like... Yes, over the course of my investigation into Lane's untimely demise... Uh, I may have caused myself some alteration. My senses are different. Internally, Galador is thinking, I can't leave you for five minutes, can I? <laughs> no, you're absolutely yeah. correct. You're absolutely correct. Yeah, no, that's, that's the correct response. <laughs> But uh, Blade Blade does not say that aloud. Instead, Blade is just like, tell me that you're all right, and I'll believe you. But the way Mix Cazelle was talking leads me to believe that that's not the case. I don't necessarily know that I can honestly tell you that. All right. But I'm better now that you're here. And... I'm going to inject, like, a moment of levity, and Galador is going to look Sabriel up and down for a second and be like, well, at least this explains why you look like shit. Yes. But I'm glad to see you're whole. Yes. Whole and hearty and sound. As sound as I can be. And I'm glad to see that you are doing, well, if we're being honest, quite a bit better than me, all, uh, rubs at the uh, oil slick on his back all stains aside Galador nods I don't expect there to be any particularly lasting harm but I won't say that traveling with an extra shadow was the most wonderful experience of my life sounds fascinating though I'd love to hear more about it I want at the end of this for Sabriel to do one sort of interesting thing that isn't just being all lovey-dovey, and I think he's going to expend a little bit of metaphysical energy to pluck this film off of Galador's back and put it in, like, one of those really tiny, like, vials where, like, for anybody else it would just look like water's in there, or like saline or something, but, you know, to Sabriel's second sight, it's like this 
this like oily surface on the water suddenly or maybe just like a piece of like just like a thin film mm-hmm. galador's eye kind of widens looking at it uh he shakes it doesn't do anything <laughs> and then he pockets it and that's scene Across the, I, I am going to add a minor detail yes, of levity please. here. Across town, Vi kind of like shudders, like, like Vi just got rattled around a little bit. Because <laughs> they shook the jar? Yeah, yeah, because you shook the fucking jar. <laughs> I was trying to see if it would mix it with the saline. It would dissolve or something. No, because the 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 components of an actual not dead person are in there. You can't just dissolve that shit in salt water. Well, it, I know that saline isn't salt water, but exactly. But you, you can't just. It, that's not how it works. So, Sabriel doesn't know that. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. It's really funny. All right. Who's up? I do not intend to. I do not intend to lean on that bit for the entire time. No, like, it's a pretty that, good bit. It's though. probably just a one and done. It's a pretty good but bit. But I, I wanted to. I wanted there to be some sort of... I like the idea. I, my my thought was that, like, far away, uh, Vi sneezes, unsure what's going on. Yeah, I mean, it's basically yeah. that, right? Like... Yeah. So, if I am not mistake- mistaken, uh, mistaken, I'm up next. Mistaken. Yes, you are. Um, and I want to go look at something uh, that we haven't explored yet. And I'm going to introduce a secondary character who's a member of the revolutionaries. I'm I'm imagining that, you know, like Galador and Sabriel were able to, to connect up with them pretty quickly. And, you know, that's how we got put up for the night. And um, the person who put us up, uh, her name is Clarity Pardon. And uh, she wasn't trying to pry but it was probably pretty obvious that like there's something going on with with Sabriel and Galador <laughs> um yeah. and i think she recommends while we're in town we go to see the uh circolage which has set up in the fairgrounds mm. it's at least a well-known circus locally and uh clarity thinks that it could be fun like a way to blow off steam and like recenter ourselves after you know what has probably been really tough times for both of us based on what she can gather so hell yeah um before you get too deep into the scene, August, uh, Sam needs to give a marker. Oh, shit, that that's last. right. Oh, um, that's right. Also, and another marker needs to go because you definitely used the motif or one of the motifs. Hell yeah. So I'm going to give Galdor the marker because it was just a scene between the two of us. And you can give a marker to anyone, even if they're not there. Oh, interesting. I think I might give. You don't. You can. You can still give it to Galador if you want. I just want you to know you can give a marker to literally anything you want. Mm, interesting. Well, Vi already has enough markers, so. But also, there's another marker to give out because the one of the motifs got pinged, not just that yes. a scene has finished, um, so you give a marker. The marks we leave on others? That's what I was thinking. 
We're so good at this. We're so good at this. So yeah. I have a so good at game. I have a point with the circleage here, which is that living Vi being a whatever the opposite of a soothsayer is was intended to directly tie Vi into the circus. Okay. Tight. So I am just I am giving you the opening here. If mm-hmm. you don't take it, I can take it for my next scene. I am giving but I am giving you the opening here. I think I'm gonna take that opening. Okay. So I kind of want to to set up a little bit about circolage. I think that as we approach the fairgrounds, we hear music. I think that there's a little bit of a carnival that's set up around the main tents of the circus. You can see there are cogs walking around. There's barkers. There's people performing various acts of agility and dexterity, you know, stilt walkers, jugglers, acrobats doing stuff, that kind of thing as we approach. And I'm imagining that, like, there are several stalls around, maybe a couple of smaller tents, but the the main event, Big Top, is, I want to say, maybe five stories tall. The structure holding it up is made of like brassy metal uh, but like the the walls of it I'm imagining kind of like almost old-timey wallpaper with like fleur-de-lis mixed with clockwork almost like kind of reminiscent of steampunk sort of aesthetic love it leaning um, into leaning into it being called the the people here being called cogs yes the detail that I had because uh, people behind the curtain I was the one that pitched the name um, Sokolage uh, that is the Polish word for um, an astrological clock mm. and I love the idea that from a, if you were looking down on the circus like the big top and it's various games around it it would look like a moving clock and I love the notion that the big top is actually on a base that moves this all this mechanical stuff you might not realize it maybe it moves too slowly to readily notice but some very Cirque du Soleil shit oh Mm -hmm. like pieces of it move what if um the way like it's all on a platform and the platform moves and as you get embroiled in like the games and stuff and you you get focused on it you lose time and you get a little turned around and lost so it's mm-hmm. difficult for you to find your way out um, yeah like ostensibly... how mm-hmm. go ahead no i was just gonna say how the layouts of certain places or even to be fair a, a labyrinth is mm-hmm. designed to take you to the center and then out again because that's the difference yeah. between a labyrinth and a maze mazes have dead mm-hmm. ends labyrinths don't so yeah ostensibly it's like you know, if you they keep you in there, you'll spend more money. But yeah, you know, there's there's a little bit of an edge to that. Yeah, it's like uh, the way casinos are laid out too. Like, so you lose track of time, and you just get taken further in, and like, oh, here's something else you can do with your money. Mm-hmm. So, I do also like the idea that it's like for the for the the quote unquote innocent, and I mean this in the vaguest <laughs> sense of the word for the quote unquote innocent. It is, it's a money, it's a money pit. 
you you're mm-hmm. you're it's designed so that you just end up staying entrapped there but for the targets let's say if there happens to be one because i'm not saying there necessarily is it works like a honeypot as well mm-hmm. oh i love it it becomes a trap um sexy same mm-hmm. mechanic but different intentions depending on who depending on who you are mm. very fun and sexy i'm also gonna add a detail but this one's another little slightly lighthearted one Sabriel's definitely, like, gunning to win Galador a prize of something, like, cute and soft. <laughs> Fucking incredible. I will win you a large teddy bear. Or the approximate... Oh my um, god. The appro- approximation of it as given out by this spooky steampunk astrological whatever. Astrological whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Alright. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. So I think we spend uh quite a bit of time. I I don't want to speak to whether Sabriel's able to succeed at a carnival game. He cheats. <laughs> his, his his second sight and and uses it some way to like go, ah, that's how this is rigged. Well Mm-hmm. So I think when we find ourselves I'm assuming that Living Vi has, like, a tent of Vi's own. Yes. And when we find ourselves here, I think the the part of Galador's brain that, like, Vi was vaguely attached to kind of twigs onto Living Vi's presence and Blade stops and, like... Probably in one arm, Galador has the the obscenely large stuffed animal that Blade absolutely doesn't know what Blade's going to do with. <laughs> the other hand has Sabriel's hand in it, Aww. and Blade, like, stops dead. So, like, if Sabriel's not paying attention, it's like, you know, they're walking and then all of a sudden, like, yanked to a stop <laughs> yep. kind of thing. Yeah, I think Sabriel's going to stop and look around, and as soon as... Their eye catches on human, quote unquote, Vi. Um, no, I wouldn't say human. I would just say living. Okay, living Vi. <laughs> I think they're going to stop and like squint and like look away and go, oh, <clears throat> ow. Because it's just like somehow more intensely concentrated on this person that is person shaped at least and like visible to people. This sort of like weird fucked up like this is for welcome the night veil people this is man in the tan jacket but antagonistic vibes <laughs> nice this is this is hereafter t undersigned esquire but antagonistic vibes right sorry now. but antagonistic <laughs> hereafter are you sure that that's not just <laughs> that's just that's just how zach will be very no sad. no no <laughs> no because because hereafter is not actively trying to make people look away Mm. that's just the way that he is oh so it's like a don't look at me kind of like this is yeah this is also the way that vi is in general (laughs) but it is like actively pushing away as opposed to hereafter which is just kind of a, a hazy sort of vaguely menacing friendly but still kind of friendly Mm. vibe vi is vi is vaguely menacing but vaguely menacing it's the it's the 
it's the cinnamon roll meme where it's like looks like they could kill you and could also kill you yeah Mm -hmm. um so just this like malevolent haze i'm interested in what mac i'm thinking i'm gonna let you decide this what does sabriel see through his second sight when he looks at living by as opposed to what is different about living by as opposed to shadow by um the signs of life are there um this is this is just like a general point that is true you never met or interacted with vi in the prison Mm -hmm. but galador did and nezemi did and there is a difference between that version which was not dead but not alive either vi wasn't alive vi didn't really have a heartbeat vi didn't really have life signs this Vi is alive. Mm. This Vi has blood. Well, the other Vi had blood. <laughs> but this Vi has, like, functional bodily systems. And there is, like, color there that isn't, that wasn't there before. Right. Through the second sight, you can see a lot of that. It is the same but more intense and more saturated. Probably gonna give give him a pretty big headache if he looks too long at it. Like, looking at the sun. Yes. Oh, I was going to say, do you remember, like, or oh, if you get right up against a TV, mm. like, so you can start seeing the pixels and mm. it's just super bright and sad, or like the old cathode style TVs Ooh. when you're yes. really close. It's like those yeah. bright spots. And it's kind of staticky, too. It. I love it. This is great. Yeah. This rules. Anyways. Uh, yeah. Sabriel's going to cover his second sight eye and be like, yeah, that's probably smart. And, and 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 like lean over to Galador and be like, "What is that?" Galador, that's rude. <laughs> Galador like squeezes Sabriel's hand and looks at Living Vi and says, "How are you?" You know. And so, what? It's <laughs> it's it's open. Like there's an implicit, "How are you here?" to that mm. but galador doesn't say that blade just stops it how are you uh vi just raises an eyebrow and is like how is anyone i suppose and the the voice is softer than you've ever heard before and Galador, like, looks to Sabriel and then looks back to Living Vi and is just like, I know your name, but I don't know how you're here. Well, I'm completely in the dark here, and I've never met you before, so it's lovely to meet you. My name is Sabriel. How do you do? He holds out a hand. Vi does not take the hand and looks at, like, looks at Sabriel. Sabriel's, like, averting his eyes slightly, but, like, keeping you within view. Tiny smirk. Uh, (laughs) and Vi looks at Galador and is like, Well, you have me at a loss. You know my name, I don't know yours. I think at this point, Galador kind of, like, takes a step back. And I'm trying to think... God, I wish that Adrian were here. I'd be like, I'd be like, Vi's not lying. (laughs) (laughs) There is a note of familiarity, but that's it. Mm -hmm. 
I think Galador, like, does a very, like, small bow and says, I'm Galador Enderwall, sometimes known as Blade of the Compass. And I would be hmm. the compass. Well, that is information that you shouldn't give up so freely. I just figured since Galador knew. Who were you to tell me what to do? Hmm. I was being very polite introducing myself. So was this your... He sort of shifts sideways again. Am I to believe that this was your passenger? You look quite a bit, um, more corporeal than one would expect for a passenger of an incorporeal form. Vi's not the same as the Vi I helped escape, but you're Vi aren't you? That is what many call me, and Vi, like, points up because Vi's sitting at Vi's stall mm -hmm. that has the name Vi Dumarsh on it. That's funny. Okay. Does it say what Vi does, like, on the sign? Yeah, I have to figure out, I have to try to remember what I meant by the opposite of a soothsayer, <laughs> because, like, it's not actually... Because I've been wondering. <laughs> the opposite of a soothsayer is not actually what I meant. Vi is not a fortune teller. Vi is a secret keeper. Because Vi's whole thing was... I did some, I did some off-mic work on backstory. I may have mentioned this at some point. Vi was one-third of an unbreakable oath that somehow got broken. Oh. That's very fun and sexy. So secrets are kind of Vi's thing. Oaths are kind of Vi's thing. So, like, in a lighter world, Vi would officiate your wedding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Vi is not that kind. So, no. Vi is a secret keeper, possibly also a secret teller. So you just, you just fueled like a week's worth of well i don't actually don't know if sabriel being the compass is common knowledge but it if is. that was a secret oh it is okay i was gonna be like if that was a secret his his name in the organization is our compass like that's how people mm, okay that's how people like address him yeah it's very culty don't worry about it it yeah i won't you know what i should have you know what it is it's not the opposite of it it is the reason why I said the opposite of a soothsayer is because I wanted to ground Vi in the circus. Mm. What Vi actually is is the opposite of an information broker. <laughs> yeah. We love good so, narrative foils. We love a good narrative foil. So yeah. Same so, suit, so. different faces. Yes. Very sexy. Good. Yes. Where were we? Uh, Vi, I, th I think the last thing was Vi had just pointed at the sign, which probably also has some esoteric title for what Vi does here. Mm -hmm. Vi also does know the future, but more in the sense of Vi recognizes the past. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, Vi can glean future events from past secrets, but that's the that's about what you've got there. It's not very reliable, either. Mm hmm Well, I appreciate your time. You've given me much to think about. Hmm. Sabriel pulls a notebook 
out of his pocket and scribbles a number down, or scribbles down a little bit of information and says, I would love to have a conversation with you about sort of gestures. All this seems fascinating. Oh, my secrets aren't for sale. He just sort of blinks and goes, I see I've misunderstood the nature of this interaction as a friendly one rather than a professional one. He raises a hand, he takes a step back and says, Ah, I will. In any case, if you need to talk, slides this, this like, scrap of paper that has the information for where to find him. Or how to contact him. I bet it, you know what I bet it is? It's his, uh, communication number. Or, like, it's his, like, communicator code. He's got, like, a shitty jailbroken communicator that's, like, untrackable. He just gave you his phone number. This is not a yeah. pickup. This is not a pickup. This is not a pickup. He's just so professionally no, fascinated not. by whatever the fuck is going on there. And one of his hobbies is, you know, the occult and tinkering. Oh, God. This is a bad combination. <laughs> as soon as I realized that Vi and Sabriel had never interacted before, I was like, uh, he's about to be real fucking weird about this, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's a good- I'm adding a- I'm adding a tag on, on Vi really quick. Fuck yeah. Uh, which docks one of my markers. I still don't have three full tags. <laughs> That's fine. You don't need them. Okay. I mean, you would need them if they were if we were playing brand new characters, but mm. like we're playing established characters, it's fine. Gotcha. I'm going to update my relationship with Vi to fascinating but mysterious. Nice. Because now uh, I no longer don't know who Vi is. <laughs> Do we wanna, do we wanna, is there anything else you wanna do with the scene, August? Nope. I think that scene, um, I'm going to quickly transmute one of my markers to a tag because of this interaction, just because I think that Galador is going down a particular path, uh, the new tag is Curiosity Killed the Cat, but Satisfaction brought it back. Hell yeah. Oh boy. Oh. Fuck yeah. This is a rabbit hole that uh, Galador is going to go down, but I think that uh, that is the end of the scene. So I want to give the fairgrounds a marker. Hell yeah. And let's see. I don't think I really... Did we hit either pulled threads or fractures here? Mm. Nah. Yeah, so yeah. I don't think I don't think we really hit any motifs, so we'll leave that marker uh leave it just at that marker. Mm. Okay. Neat. All right. Uh Mac is up. Yeah. I am going to deliberately ping motifs here. Hell yeah, let's go. That's going to be I'm going to do this is going to be a quick one. Because I just don't, just kind of fucking around and finding out on the fringe. Mm -hmm. <laughs> kind of just like, Vi trying to push the boundaries of what Vi is currently able to do. And the living 
the living Vi dreams of this happening. Because I want to, because I want to, what I'm thinking here is that the shadow is kind of pushing against the deep a little bit, just like, kind of like, back and forth, and Vi can hear the carnival music that is filtering in through the living Vi's dreams. So it's a feedback loop here. So the living Vi is dreaming of the shadow kind of like pushing against the boundaries between the heart and the deep with the portal. And the shadow Vi is hearing the background hum of the carnival. And I don't think anything necessarily comes of it, but you know what comes of it is Vi can recognize a kindred spirit in the beating heart of the portal. Mm. There is there is something not it's not Vi. That's the portal is not Vi. That's stupid. Why would I do that? <laughs> but but it's 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 there is a similarity. There is that note of recognition. That oh, I know you. I know you know Mm-hmm. We are the same, even if we are not exactly the same. And I am going to give the portal the... I'm going to give the portal the motif marker, and I think I'm going to give Nezumi the uh, scene marker. Because I think there's a fair bit of bleed there, too. Sorry! <laughs> Did you just add it there? Yeah, I just added it. Cool. I could. I. I just didn't want to add it by accident if it was already there. Yeah. Nope. I gave it to you. I know it's my turn. Um, I'm consulting. That was the weirdest pronunciation of that word I think I've ever done. Um, <laughs> I've pulled a card uh, from the oracle, and I'm needing to find out what it means because I am using mm, the. That's oracles, baby. That's the alley man for you. Yeah, the the alley man is. Yeah, there's a lot of cards that aren't instantly recognizable, so I've got to go looking at what yeah, it no. means. Yeah, the alley man is very much a vibes only. I should have got a vibe check for this one. You can do it now. I mean, I can, but it's it's not quite the same. I'm gonna uh, do a vibe check. I'm gonna get a vibe check. So the card I pulled was the traitor. Oh, for fuck's sakes. A card that truly just speaks for itself. The traitor is someone who is going to backstab you or a sign that you are going to backstab someone else. Oh, fun. fun. Yeah, right? Look at the scene type. Because really I was looking for inspiration for the scene. So Wild. Mm Mm-hmm. Thanks, Alley Man. Thanks, Alley Man. I think what this is, and anyone is welcome to join in as either a secondary character or as them as themselves. But uh, as Nezumi starts researching and sending out feelers for like splintered essence and like trying to reunite things so they become whole again i think what this is is terminus comes up on fair radar and while 
this means pretty decently established at this point. Faye also hasn't been hearing concertos that long. It's their particular skills and the connections they already had that have allowed them to get this footing in place. So I don't think uh, there's been any need for dealings with Terminus yet. But I love thought that maybe what this is, he comes across like a pamphlet or like some of their literature that talks about things becoming reunited and like being made whole. Because that's some good religious bollocks. <laughs> no offense, men, but it's just like that kind of, I shouldn't say religious bollocks. I should say pseudo-Christian bollocks, quite frankly. There we go. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. My apologies. We love a good pseudo-Catholic bullshit. There are also like I... plenty Oof. of uh, there are plenty of other beliefs that involve like uh, reaching a higher level of like awareness and becoming whole and like achieving nirvana and stuff like that. I'm talking more about very specifically sort of Christian uh, beliefs and also that. When look, I got a really irritating piece of shit through my door today from the local uh, Church of Latter Day Saints. So you know, they suck. Leave me um, but I think what this is is, um, and I think they have to leave, or it just makes it clear to Vi that if they're going somewhere and they don't know what it's going to be like there. Like, in terms of light levels and things like that. And so to be aware that there could be weird bullshit. Um, and while for very weird that V by V's very nature is weird bullshit, sometimes those things don't mesh. <laughs> so. There's very much this sense of just, like, why? For what purpose? Because stopped clocks are right twice a day. Because often fools will find truths. And because if this group is a threat, I would like to know about it. Hmm. Suit yourself, I suppose. I'll be fine. You had better be. I will very pointedly... <laughs> like, there are like at least five different blades secreted amongst Nezumi's outfit. Like, in the lining of a coat sleeve, like, pinned up in their hair. There's definitely one in the heel of the shoe. Like, it's good, is my point. <laughs> this is not at all my vibe, Jade. Just like, yes, many knives. Oh, do you remember that noble with all the knives? Ah, yes, the marquee to all the knives. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's for my fellow Mechanisms fans of a line that always makes me laugh. So, without fail. Anywho. They can only do so much to help you. I know. Just keep your eyes open, because I can't. They always are. And I sort of gently tap on my, uh, below my right eye. You know I see plenty. This is also worse than the last time Vi saw it used to only do that sometimes uh, now it's just always like it oh yeah Vi's not concerned about that mm-hmm that's not worrisome 
I would love to know what's up with uh, Nezumi's fucked up eye. I love that of all of the people, of all of the people in this group, Vi is the one without a fucked up eye. <laughs> Vi is fucked up in so many other ways. Yeah. <laughs> that was going to be the next joke that I made, but uh, yes. Uh, for clarity, Sam, Nezumi's eye is like that because Faye absorbed the tomes from the Library of the Goddess of Law. Oh, fun. Yeah, that was a great time. That was also where uh, Cordelia lost all of her memories and Vi fractured. Mm-hmm. Go good time. Yeah, y'all had a great time in that in that uh, in that fucked up yeah. place, huh? Does it do anything, or is it just like that? No, uh, Nezumi just has an extreme amount of knowledge about law, and also is tapped into pretty much every book of law written. Fun and will be written. It's the re like there's a specific reason why that I described it as inky black. Ah, so. I see. Um, but if somebody wants to be like a person uh, at terminus, so or we can just keep this vague. Oh yeah, no, yes, August, please. I have a name. Mm-hmm. Jonah Konyets. Ooh, good name. Okay, I am going to ask one thing. Mm-hmm. Can we change the first name only because it's too close to Jonah Magnus and I can't? Okay, <sighs> okay. Um, let's see. Terminus is already too much like the end. I can't have like. Okay. I know that I know that Jonah Magnus is not the Avatar of the end, but like I got it. We got it. I get you. We can't do this. <laughs> let's just do John Conyets. No, that's still a Magnus archives. James? Yeah. Yeah, James. Julian? Or Julian? Oh, Julian Konyets. That sounds great. That sounds amazing. That's great. That's great. That's perfect. Uh, Uses they, them pronouns. I think that Julian is a lankier person. Not not as lanky as Sabriel, but kind of lanky. And I think that they are... They're not like a in a leadership position, but they're like one of the people who's like out distributing literature. Mm-hmm. We have Julian, and uh, Julian is very happy to see anyone who might have ears and could listen. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I think it's like not quite. As guileless as oh, what is all this about? But it's very sort of like in that vibe of somebody. It's like Nezumi's putting that energy out there mm-hmm. because if someone comes to fair, that's much less suspicious than fair going up to somebody else. So yeah, just glances over as if curious, and then goes back uh, to what the, where do we think Terminus is based? By the way, are there? few of these folks like in the shopping district or or whatever or like they're standing outside portal authority terminal um i feel like it might be a case of like standing outside a portal authority terminal mm-hmm. proselytizing yeah that's what i was thinking in that way that you often yeah. see like those sort of street preachers like just outside spots they know are going to be busy yeah mm-hmm. God, I hate them already. Me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I don't think Julian is doing the whole like the end is coming or anything like that um, or Mm. has any signs like that. But, you know, like just just being very jovial and, uh, you know, approaching people and being like, hi, how are you? Um, I just, you know, wanted to say that. um, Fuck, how would they phrase it? Because I want it to be something that's not threatening, Mm. but something that's like the comfort that comes in knowing that all things end yeah yeah exactly very very like positive nihilism almost Mm. like all things come to an end and isn't it great that we have all that in common sorry i just put the the exact the exact vine that i think hits this note into the chat (laughs) oh my god and I will post this on Twitter sans context. I promise. <laughs> yeah. But it is this it is just this vine. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm Love I'm tweeting that. it right now. Perfect. You're all going um, to hell. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> it's that's definitely the vibe. Yeah. Um Oh, I know what it is. Like, Nesby's picking up a delivery uh, of something for the shop uh, that's come in. And so has got that and then just sort of maybe does the typical, like, drop something or looks like is struggling to hold on to something. Right near this very helpful young person who's so positive. And Julian definitely sees Nesby, quote unquote, struggling and is just right there and is just like, "Do do you need a hand? That would be genuinely helpful. Thank you. Um, at first, Julian like gets a little mischievous look on their face and does a couple of little claps, and then goes to uh, goes to help for real. <laughs> Much appreciated. Just to be a little bit of a shit. A little bit of a shit. No, I get you. Um, yeah, most people are too busy to stop and help, so. I appreciate it. Thank you. Of course, no problem. It's it it's always nice to help people where you can, especially when our time is so limited. We might as well make the best of it before before we all become one. Oh, that's, it uh... would make the oneness much sweeter. I don't think I've had that take before. Interesting. And uh, gives like a that well practiced smile that uh, looks pretty genuine. Mm-hmm. And Julian, you know, smiles back, and you know, it is it does look genuine as well. But I think this is where they take the opportunity. Like since Nezumi appears to be receptive, uh, they take the opportunity to kind of launch into a little bit of the spiel about y- you know. Everything, everything's going to come to an end, you know, it's, and this is a good thing. It, I'm just paraphrasing because I can't come up mm. with really flowery ways to put this, but you know, sure. it, it's a great thing. Abstracting is valid, so. Yeah. It's a great thing that, you know, everything ends because that means that everything can be together as one and, you know, Here's, you know, if this is interesting to you, here's where you can go. You know, we can talk at more length. 
that kind of thing somehow slips a piece of literature into whatever mm -hmm. they're helping with mm -hmm. i'll bear that in mind thank you they very much don't give their name to this kid mm -hmm. like nezumi's distinctive enough looking as it is and they do dress to sort of hide that eye like the sweep of hair over forward worn forward so mm -hmm. cool yeah i like that. just sort of like that walking away with that information fairly certain like this is not quite the vibe but also to be aware of these people sounds good yeah and it's gonna maybe then just like see if in this literature if terminus is just based around here and how long they have been here and all of that sort of vibe because trying to suss out IJ'd already have a possible have an idea brewing and now Nezumi's just gotta to get to the same point justified within canon. Mm. So Yeah, I feel that. Sounds good. Alright, that's me. Um I will give a marker to uh to Terminus. Cause I think that shit's interesting. Sounds good. Alright, that's me. It's August, and I just wanted to thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed us, please consider leaving a rating on your podcast platform of choice, telling your friends about us, or tweeting about us using the FTLcast hashtag. We are also part of a nonprofit podcasting guild called Standing Stones Productions. 
We do a variety of shows, including The Room Where It Happened and Dumb Kids Playing Hero, two actual play shows, and a Steven Universe discussion podcast called Gay Space Rocks. We also do live streams at twitch.tv slash standingstonesprod. You can keep up with everything that we do on Twitter at stones underscore standing. Unfortunately, Standing Stones was already taken. Your support means a lot. Thanks again!